All right, UFC on Fox Orlando, number 28, I believe. I think so. And it's recap time. Let's so do it. Let's do good, it, man. Good card, huh? Man, you know, I thought it was going to be a good card, but wow. Holy shit. Like, what could... What, Better than I thought. What more could you ask for? Even the decisions weren't boring. Yeah. You know, so it was pretty nice. So we'll cover a couple of the prelims and then the main card. I know you wanted to talk about your boy, uh, Smiling Sam Alvey. I'm a big uh, Sam Alvey fan. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> nah, just he looked awesome good again. Knockout. I think he went up to 205 and then uh, had a first-round walk-off knockout. Yeah, that's always nice. good. And then uh, blamed Cormier for leaving uh, the 205 division because he came in it. While I smiling. I don't know if that's the case. but uh, <laughs> Probably not, but hey. I just like his attitude. You know, you got so many guys trying to be assholes in there fake yeah. fighting and verbal confrontation so it's good to see this guy just having a good time all the time so and he's sm yeah he smiles all the time well he's smiling same alvey i get it but like even when you're looking at the ufc website and they have the uh the teletape he's still smiling <laughs> yeah he doesn't stop at some point you're supposed to look serious and be like okay i'm gonna kick his ass but he he, fucking, yeah, he, he enjoys his life so he just does good it, for so. him yeah don't we have to talk about him much i mean he's not gonna do that i mean that's enough right yeah. so good for him he moves up and uh he'll be fighting tougher competition not daniel cormier no, no but no. Well, Cormier's two, not two times. I mean, we'll get into it. Two times Daniel Cormier got called out tonight. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, another thing is, or another fight, I'm sorry, is uh, Ben Saunders versus Alan Jobay. Now, <clears throat> that had the makings of a great fight. I knew from the beginning. Um, you know, Jobay's so technical, man. He's so fluid and so technical, so, I, I so composed. And then Ben Saunders, you know, I fought him one yeah. time. So I prepared to fight this guy, and we fought in Germany. And, you know, I've always been a big fan of his before we fought, after we fought. So... He brings it every time, too. So I figure this is going to be a, a really good matchup. We're going to have to get him on here. I, yeah. I picked him to win this fight. So yeah, He just got chopped down with those leg kicks. I was worried, man, because I know Joe Bain is a very, very good fighter. You know, I, I picked Saunders because I wanted him to win. You know, I always want yeah. people to win that I fought. Yeah, I makes want, you look better. I want people that I fought to be good fighters. And, like, he is a good fighter, obviously. Oh. So I want him to keep winning and do good. Um, he's, he's had a ton of fights since he's fought me, actually. Um, but... Uh, Joe Bain, man, just proved to be so fluid. Like, it was amazing because ben, he took Ben Saunders kind of out of his game, right? I mean, he, he was trying to get his clinch game going, trying to get his striking going, and he was almost looking a little bit sloppy. But I think he was just desperate to try to land something because Joe Bain was so composed. Like, he would land a combination on, on Joe Bain or just land a strike at all, and he just didn't react. And he was so just like right there. His technique was beautiful. His leg kicks were beautiful. 13 leg kicks in the first round. It was amazing. I mean, it, it, his technique was flawless. It really was. He did really well. And then um, I think they broke it down good enough during the fight, like where he had him so off his rock. I mean, I, I think it was a mixture of being rocked and being completely just imbalanced because of his legs, probably because of kicks. So it was like a mixture of just everything. I mean, the panic that was probably going through uh, Ben Saunders' mind was – I mean, he was probably, like, freaking out at this stage. Oh, sure. I mean, you saw him in the, in the second round. Like, he was, like, panicked, man. Like, I mean, he, he couldn't walk. He couldn't even literally walk. He looked like a zombie. Like, he literally couldn't walk. And I think it was 50% that his legs were given out and 50% that he was rocked because he was taking those elbows. Man, how vicious were those elbows from Joe Bain? Yeah. Well, yeah, I just, but he kept fighting like a warrior. I mean, you can't. And when, and when he did get knocked out, his leg folded up underneath him but it looked like he walked out fine and was having a good time with the that's the thing you stuff, worry so. about man when that so happens, i think he's fine on the because you could twist your, i mean you, could, you, know, uh, you don't want to see somebody get hurt like that yeah you could so. you could tear your acl or something like that i've seen that happen many times but uh at the time they knocked him out i mean he, he it couldn't have been a more perfect setup like he had him against the cage um he was wobbly on his legs and then as he pulled him out 
they broke it down, but it was like exactly what I think DC said. He was trying to find his footing. So he was 100% more concerned with his footing his balance, like. than trying to block any shots. And so he was just trying to balance. His hands were down here. And, man, just a fucking brutal left. I mean, it, it couldn't have been harder. Sucks. Like I said, I like Saunders. But and thank God he didn't follow. Like you said, thank God he didn't follow up, man, because like he knew exactly what he did. He knew he was knocked out. And, like, thank he God he didn't follow up and, like, land yeah. another vicious, you know. That fight could have been stopped a minute and a half. I mean, if it was Stevens and, and, and Emmett, oh, he would have, yeah. one, of those, one of those two guys. Or you. No, 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 I don't want to put me in there, but I'm just saying if it was one of those two guys, there'd have been 15 more punches somehow before they stopped it. But uh, so good for Joe Bay, man, and he's moving up. You know, he was he was on like a I want to say a two fight uh, losing skit for 2017, uh, yeah, and then he won three fights in 2016. So he was looking really good, and then he's went on a big skit. So now he's finally making traction, and and so good for him. You know, he's coming mm-hmm. back, and and Ben Saunders is kind of uh, hit or miss as of late so he'll pick himself back up you know he doesn't stay on the skid for very long so i'm sure he'll figure out uh, what to do next and and uh improve his game so there's those two fights well hold on fun fact about uh joe ban you know his kid's name is cage oh yeah i saw that and he fights in the cage yeah don't know you, what kind you, of relevance that you is you said that 17 times i just thought that was it. weird you know <laughs> i don't know where you're going with that but i was hoping you had a real funny joke but i don't i mean no it's i not. mean do you think it has any relevance to the fact that they fight in a cage or do you I think mean, it's gotta just, be I mean, firemen I don't so. name their kid mm-hmm. Burning House. I guess that's where they work. I don't know. I got nothing. But, yeah, you still see what I'm going, you know? That's their office. It's a burning home. They don't name the kid oh, Fire Station. Not, not, they help kittens and stuff sometimes. Kittens. They don't always go into burning homes. that's just TV. Nobody. My uncle's a firefighter, dude, and they and firefighters respond to every single call. He's never. If it's like a, a lost bicycle or a fight. Push. There's no, dude, that's I'm TV, telling dude. you. There's no, 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 no way no. he's gotten a cat out a of a bi- No, no. I'm telling you, a firefighter responds to every emergency, no matter if it's a fire, a shooting, anything. Well, that I get. Emer- okay, but hold on. Hold so, on. So, if there's any firefighters <laughs> watching, have you ever saved a cat? That is horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> that is impossible. Leave a comment. I guarantee you. No, there's way. a firefighter that saved a cat at some point or another. At least, at least from a fire. At least from a fire. Put out the That's window. That's different. I'm talking about. Oh, my cat's stuck in the tree. So they go and get their ladder, get it down, then go home. Every TV show from like the That's 90s. That's what I'm saying. From the 60s. It's like well, since the 60s to the yeah. 90s, and then they we're like, what the? F-? You were born. Then in cats the 70s. got smart and they actually let them inside. So now they just they'll come down. They're for old ladies. Too so, much. Yeah. Oh, so anyway. <laughs> um. All right, moving on. Okay, so moving on. Let's move on. Uh, so the first fight on the main card was was it Mike Perry? Yeah, it was Mike Perry right? Yeah, Mike Perry and uh, Griffin and uh, wow, yikes, huh? Yeah, Max Griffin, right? Yeah, Max Payne Griffin. He was the uh, biggest underdog on the card. Three to one, three to one underdog, and and I picked him. Remember, so you did pick him. I did. Yeah, I thought Perry was going to take this fight, and I will say that Max Payne took him completely out of his element. He looked completely different in this fight. I will say he showed his heart. He fought hard, and he was throwing bombs till the end. And, man, way to pick it up in the third round. He won that third round. I mean, way to pick it up, man, because he definitely took a lot of damage. He was bleeding. He was hurt. Um, But here's the scary part. The scary part isn't that he lost that fight. The scary part is Griffin just gave the blueprint on how to beat Mike Perry. And everybody above Griffin is even better. I mean, not that Griffin's going to get there. He's working his way up. He's going there. But the people above him are, are, are better fighters at this at this stage. And he kind of laid out the blueprint. You have to move and pick him apart. And and he did it perfectly. You know, I mean, obviously, Perry caught up to him eventually, landed a couple of big shots. But he took him. And, and he, stick, you know, he stuck to his game plan. Um, and I think he coasted in the third round. 
in my opinion. I think I think he sort of knew he was winning. I mean, you had to know you're winning at that stage. Yeah. So well, that's why he didn't attack that third round. I, I think he was complacent, and he just was kind of like, you he know, almost got caught trying to win. And I think that's what happened, dude. I I think had he 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 was still trying to fight as hard as he could and stick to the game plan and worried about losing, he probably wouldn't have taken hardly any damage at all. But getting complacent and just kind of kill time and move and try new things, especially that flurry. He went off with a flurry and landed like – well, not landed, but he attempted to land like five or six punches in a row, and he got caught hard. So well, you that, said he was uh, – that, that was the one time he got the most caught, I think. Of do you him. remember your joke during the fight? What? That he was paranoid? Is that what you uh, – It was your joke. That was your joke. No, you, you restole it. Yeah, well, it happens. Still proud of you. Yeah, well, yeah, I think he was paranoid at that point, literally, yeah. because uh, – yeah, I mean, he was, he was having to come out there. But anyway, hats off. Well, he was my, the biggest favorite on the whole card. So you, that's got to play some kind of thing in your head when you go into a fight. Hats off to, to Mike Perry, for sure, for fighting in there and fighting hard. I think it took him out of his game plan. He didn't look as good as normal. Um, he wasn't happy with the decision, obviously. He didn't get a knockout. He's known for just crushing people. I mean, his knockouts are highlight reels, every single one of them. Um, and congratulations to, to Griffin for moving up, man. He's definitely He definitely made a statement beating that guy because he's a vicious striker. And... Um, I think Mike Perry is going to have to not only improve physically and, and, and mentally after a loss, which you have to do mentally after every loss, but he's going to change his style a little bit because he can't fight the same way against the next opponent because yeah. they're, they're for sure going to try and pick him apart. But I will say that there was a text. Yeah, his, uh, his chief <laughs> corner was, I believe, his girlfriend, wife. Yeah, so here's the thing, guys. I, I really don't know who corners – uh, I, I know it's his girlfriend, uh, Mike Perry. I don't know if, if she has experience in fighting or not, or is a fighter. So I'm sorry if I, I look stupid right now. No, oh, hey. I really don't know. So she was coaching him as if she knew a lot about fighting. So I don't know whether she knows a lot about fighting or she's just his girlfriend and he feels better with her in the corner. There was a lot of chicks in the corner. Yeah, five fights tonight. Not this five bad, but I'm just saying I, I've never seen so many girls four, in the corner four. of a UFC card except tonight. Yeah. Um, but that being said, since the fight happened, old Colby Covington. He's just, a, he just <laughs> this is a low blow, man. You just he just can't stay away from from controversy, man. And he goes on Twitter. I feel bad reading it. I didn't even write it, you know. Yeah. But he goes on Twitter and says, "Hey, Platinum Perry, maybe having your ratchet horse faced girlfriend as your head trainer isn't the smartest idea on the planet Earth." On planet Earth. I'm sorry, I added the e. But hey, it's it's a little dark when I screenshot it. Uh, but hey, when you're the product of cousins having sex, I'll, I'll kind of dilute it so it's not as bad. When you're the product of cousins having sex in Oscola, Florida, how strong can your decision-making skills be? UFC Orlando. That's kind of harsh, Dude, bro. you don't talk about another man's woman, man. That's He talked about Brazil. Yeah. Didn't he get hit with a boomerang? By he, and he Brazil got hit by a boomerang. That's something like that. This guy's Brazil. always getting some weird shit. Isn't he the one that talked about Brazil and saying all that trash about... Probably. His track record. I'm pretty time. sure. So he. So anyway, I, I want to say for the record, I don't think Platinum's, or Platinum Perry's wife is a ratchet horse face. No, no. I thought she was all. quite nice to look at. Yeah, so that being said, he's just talking trash. And, and, That's just and, shitty, man. I mean, talk shit about Perry if you want to, but don't bring he, He's Colby Covington... Is trying really hard to get a big fight. Sorry to get a big fight, in case you missed that. Uh, he, he's trying really hard to get a big fight, and so he has to be in there. And 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 it works, man. And in today's day and age, it works, you know. And like, yeah. 
Still, man. We'll see what happens. That Of all the tweets, uh, fighters' reactions to the fight, that is the one that got like the most attention. Well, of course, because it's below the belt. Shitty really below say. the belt, yeah. Yeah, Mike Perry wasn't happy. So anyway, like I said, man, I, I have all the respect for Mike Perry, all the respect for Griffin, especially after tonight. I didn't really know much about Griffin, to be honest yeah. with you, until tonight, but he made you a statement. Now. I'll yeah. be watching him now. He, he's definitely on his way up for sure. Uh, great game plan, way to stay composed. When he took the big shots, he took them. And say he kept to his game plan. He didn't let him affect him. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. he got hurt, it wasn't like he cowered down or ran away. He just kind of soaked, you know, sucked it up and then uh, came back. So uh, the next fight, OSP versus Latifi. Elil, Eril, Eril Latifi. Eril Latifi. Okay. <laughs> From Sweden. It's from Sweden. Yeah, and OSP's a scary dude. We've yeah. seen him fight how many times? I mean, like, so many times. He's fought everybody. Like 17 fights in the UFC he's got already. Yeah, and that was a brutal. So 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 far we had uh, the knockout with Ben Saunders. The knockout with Sam Alvey. Sam Alvey. Um, a decision with Mike Perry and uh, Griffin. But, man, I mean, what better decision than that? That was a slugfest. Yeah. I mean, that was a great, great fight. And then here we are with the Latifi and, uh, and OSP, and that was one of the most brutal fights of the night, and it wasn't even a knockout. He tapped too and still went to sleep. That's sad. That's and, sad. And I'm going to tell you from experience, it is absolutely brutal to go out by a guillotine. I'll go. Uh, That's like, why you did the rear naked on me. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I took care that. of you. And let me tell you something, buddy. It is so much nicer going out to a rear naked choke than a guillotine because it literally cuts, or not cuts, but it like it caves in your trachea and you start feeling crunching and like you feel like you're getting strangled. Like I remember tapping to Frank Shamrock one time and like he hates you when you tap, right? But he also puts you in guillotines that like crush your throat and we're training. This is a problem yeah. I have with Frank Shamrock. This is why me and him butted heads later on in my career when I grew up and got a little bit better, you know, because I mm. wanted to fight him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he big brothered me until I became the bigger brother or a bit, at least equal brother. And yeah. then I wanted to fight him. And then we got over it. It was, it was child play. But at the time, uh, he got mad at me because he put me in a guillotine choke and I tapped. And he didn't even care that he got me or whatever. He was mad because I tapped. And he knows I'm not like the type that taps from chokes and stuff like that. But it was a training session, and I thought I was dying. Like, I literally, it hurt so bad, I thought I was dying. And I felt shit cracking and caving in. And, like, I remember Javier got so mad because I tapped, and he wouldn't let go until I passed out. He passed me out completely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, he wouldn't let go. Oh, yeah. nice guy. I didn't press charges, Frank. But he, uh, that was attempted murder. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking at it now. What's the what's the statute of limitations on that? <laughs> I don't think it's 18 years. Yeah, probably. probably he's probably good now. But he, uh, I tapped and he didn't let me go. And uh, Bobby Southworth came Southworth came to my rescue and uh, woke me up. And I was I was out for a while. That was the longest I've ever been out. And uh, yeah, I was I was hurting. And, and I remember Javier got really mad because he was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, "Dude, these guys tap. You let them go. It's not about this." Hard because he's from the Lions Den, you know Frank yeah. Shamrock, and he has a point of he want he wanted tough guys because we had a lot of guys coming in training. there. He wanted a lot of guys coming in there that were like, you know, tough and like mentally strong, and they were they weren't, and, and they was wasting our time dealing with these guys that, that send you these letters like I'm going to train so hard, I'm going to work so hard, I'm going to live there, and you sacrifice we for them, them and you help them out, and they don't they don't turn out to be nothing. They're scared, right? So he was making sure I wasn't like that, and I had proven that up until that point. But for that that specific time, I did tap, and it was training. It was fucking training. Mm. And I literally, if it was a rear naked choke, I would have fought out like I had multiple times and got passed out. I've gotten passed out plenty of times in, in, in training. But it felt like it was caving my throat in. And Hob got real mad because he's like, dude, if you had killed him, 
the fuck? Who, who do you think's responsibility that would be? He tapped. He was saying, he was saying stop, and you didn't. Like you mean, you know what I mean? Like you could have killed him or something. So I mean, this one. Fun fact for you guys: did, the ref didn't see him tapping. It was on the other side. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Which, exactly. by the way, that ref was sixty-one <laughs> years old. And yeah. So anyway, long story short, but, but just to let you know, just from experience, uh, a guillotine choke is a very painful choke to go out in, and for like a week and a half, maybe two weeks after that, it was really hard to eat. Like every time I swallowed food, I could feel it. Like it felt like my whole trachea was just like, like he definitely cracked some bones and broke shit in my in my throat for sure. And now he broke your neck. No, my, no, my throat, my trachea. Like he didn't get to my neck. I don't like there's bones in your trachea. I heard him crunching, dude. Unless I had just ate Doritos and didn't chew up. <laughs> you had chicken in there? Yeah, unless there was some food I, I forgot to, to, to swallow. It, some shit crap or stuff was cracking for sure. No garlic? Yeah, my own garlic. Um, okay, so anyway, so yeah, so he did tap. We saw in the replay. Uh, the ref didn't see it. What can you do? But he went out so brutally, man, just completely face down. He was out of it already before they even yeah, put that guillotine on him. I hate seeing that, man. Is it guillotine or guillotine? How do you say it? Swickatine. Oh, no, oh, shit. I don't even know why I asked. All right, moving on. <laughs> I think it was a swickatine. Yeah. Um, and there was, someone, there was someone tonight that had the Von Fluchoke record for four yeah. times. OSP. Three OSP, times. right? Three times. Three times. Yeah. So he, he actually made up a choke that stuck by his name. And it became, before the fight, remember I said you had a choke named after you too, and that's how I did. I just stole the guillotine. It doesn't matter. Still but he actually had a choke, and it's and they're still talking well, about those, it. All but, the fans love the but, beginning of our the music. But the sweet, question sweet, is, sweet where thing. is Jason Von Flew? Because you haven't heard about that guy in ages. But they're still talking about his choke. Huh. Huh. Be interesting to have him on the podcast. Find out where he's at, what he's doing. How do we even do that? I don't know. I think he has Facebook. See, he's watching right now. Oh, I'm it? sure. Well, one point two million <laughs> people. You know, <laughs> he's like he'll contact us. So anyway, uh, that that was a crazy fight, and uh, yeah, so big win for. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, say it. Latifi. Yeah, there you go. The real Latifi. <laughs> we'll know his name now, right? Oh, yeah. and then after the fight, he calls out Daniel Cormier, which was awkward, kind of. It's fine. I mean, you got to call out opponents and 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 act like you're ready for him, but he ain't ready for Daniel Cormier. Mm -mm. He's got a, he's got a few more wins to go before he's going to title for or, or challenge Daniel Cormier. Everybody's calling out Cormier now. He's such a good guy, though, man. He, he's a good guy, uh, Cormier. Oh yeah. I don't know Latifi. All I saw is he's well, he's almost been on murdered the, been somebody. On the podcast, you know. Yeah. So episode number five was it? Do you even know? I You've think done you're right. So many stars. Who knows? Huh? Stop, dude. Stop. Right. Um, Jessica Andrade and Tisha Torres. Amazing fight. These girls are absolutely savages. Um, that was the next fight up on the. Uh, on the roster, and I just got to say, man, I don't know where Jessica Andres gets her strength from. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, that, that's Daniel Cormier, uh, Dan Henderson type. She did like takedowns. six times. Holy shit. Talk about just lifting a girl up her same size and just flipping her and throwing her on her back like she's a rag doll. What? Multiple times. Multiple times. Well, she, I think she holds the record for most fights in the UFC by a woman. I think we're oh, thirteen. That's crazy, and she fought well, she's a champ. Great. I mean, yeah. so I mean, it's not like she's right there, number number two, probably, right? Yeah, she's probably got next title. What is it versus uh, uh, Rose, and then I think she'll get the winner of that. Gosh, she's so strong. Man. But I mean, yeah, she completely outclassed uh, Tisha Torres, and Tisha did good. I mean, she was trying to stay the outside. She was trying to fight the right fight. She just got manhandled. It was one of those things like Barbosa fighting uh, Habib. I mean, she wasn't doing everything right. But she was fighting the best fight she could have fought there. I mean, she didn't back straight up. She was definitely moving around, taking as less damage on as possible. Bicycle. Yeah, but it didn't help. I mean, when you're yeah. fighting a girl that strong, it's such a beast. Like, 
Andre. It's actually one of the most entertaining female fights I've seen in a while. Yeah. So they didn't get they didn't get finished. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It was exciting the entire time, and, and even though it was a decision, there was no disappointment whatsoever. I mean, it was there was a, there was some good ground fight, and there was some submission attempts. So there was a couple times when you were like. Tisha was almost pulling it out, you know. She was going for like the arm or the triangle or whatever, and she was she yeah, almost did, get it. Yeah, she did pretty well for being just so. I don't want to say weak compared to her, but obviously just she was class of strength. She, I'm not saying she's weak. She looks like strong. Yeah. They both look really strong, right. to be honest. And she's with you. fast as hell. And Tisha's just, got like this. I mean, she's got that strong body, but she so was definitely hundred percent yeah. weaker than hundred percent. She was weaker than Andreas, dude. Andreas is just another level. And and if you look at her legs, not that I was looking at her legs, but from a fighter. Uh, analyst uh, uh, perspective her legs are huge not huge in a bad way i don't think you have to be a fighter analyst to say her legs are big i'm just saying i wasn't like checking her out or anything but i'm just saying her legs were huge man and that's where a lot of that strength comes from like that that core and just that she had like muscle bound legs huge lower body it helped her in this fight not huge in a bad way but i'm just saying huge yeah. in like a good way muscular yeah, yeah. muscular yeah, absolutely um and the main event yeah so it ended in controversy and it's still controversial. They're still going on about it right now. Yeah. Um, so it was. Uh, well, there was. Uh, we. Th- I personally think it was illegal to even. Well, first of all, the <coughs> two elbows in the back of the head. Those are pretty. I mean. Well, it was Emmett versus Stevens. So let's go set it up. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. So yes. go ahead and, It's Emmett versus Stevens, and yeah. uh, we knew this was going to be a crazy fight. We knew it was going to end yeah. in a knockout. Everyone predicted it was going to end in a knockout, and it didn't let down anyone. I mean, it, it, it was a brutal fight from the start. They were going at it. Uh, the punches were just, I mean, you knew something was going to connect eventually. Um, Stevens managed to get him down, land a good punch. He rocked him, threw a knee while he was grounded. So he did throw an illegal knee. There's no doubt about that. Now, whether that knee connected going up is questionable, even on the replay, but it a hundred percent connected going down. So here's my question. Now, I know the ref didn't stop it, so there's probably nothing they can do about it. But but here's my question that I, maybe you guys can can leave a comment below and, and tell me your thoughts on this. But here's my question on this: an illegal knee is an illegal knee, and in my opinion, if 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 this knee hits the head of a downed opponent, it's illegal. It doesn't matter if it's going up, it down, sideways, down, sideways, yeah. which way. So if he came up and missed the head but dropped it down, who's to say that you can't just come up and drop a knee on somebody that's illegal if it would like a Muay Thai side knee right if I had a head right here and I was just coming up and just blasting knees down on somebody that's illegal so what does it really matter and and then not only that but then the elbows now the elbows were definitely 100% in the back of the head there's no doubt about that but according to the rules it's a very tricky rule set here he's tucking into them so as the head's moving and, and stuff it, they they're lenient on it because you can't possibly know where you're elbowing exactly i think the problem lies if you're going to place blame on on jeremy stevens i think if you're going to place blame you should place blame on why did you try that, was that knee so blatantly obvious you like, already had him the, the elbows i understand but why did you try that because the knee wasn't headed toward uh, a shoulder or the midsection or the back it was headed directly to the head and it was very clear he was down so even if he missed why did he try that after the fight he said because he was going to pull his hands up well, you know these new rules you only need one hand down which i get it but when the knees higher are lower but lower yeah. bodies on the ground so he's fucking laying on the ground you know yeah. so why you would even try that i'm just i figured he would know the rules you know, but hey, it's, I'm not taking that away from Jeremy Stevens. Oh, that guy's an yeah. absolute fucking savage. Um, I just think that Been around a long if time. there's anything to blame him for, 
if you're going to go up to him and say, I want to blame you for something on the fight, the only thing you can blame him for is going for a illegal knee. You know what I mean? Like not thinking about it because I don't think nothing was intentional aside from that. Um, that could have that could have changed anything. I think you said Emmett's going to appeal yeah, this. Bonus info for it, yeah. Emmett will appeal this. So, See, and and what can they really do? I mean, I, I think mean, the rule states replay. that the ref has. Yeah, you can't use replay, and the rule states that you have to. Um, the ref has to stop it. The ref has to see it. So it's I like, mean, I guess they could change it to a no contest. I mean, I no, bro. I mean, they can't I, take away somebody's win. I mean, if they don't have well, solid it's proof. Be, it's got to be some kind of penalty if he wins. I mean, he's got. I mean, or there wouldn't be an appeal process. I mean, another weird, another weird thing to talk about here is, I mean, if, if the knee did land on the way down, and it was a legal knee for sure, that mm-hmm. was an illegal knee, but you know that didn't hurt him. Is there, the is there lean, like Daniel yeah. Cormier's argument? Is there lenience on that? It doesn't matter if it hurts him. A legal knee is a legal knee. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. This is a this is a confusing one. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Another thing too is is uh, I, I don't know the update on this guy, so I might be off. I know we covered the fights. But Burns, the guy that missed weight. Yeah, um, his fight got scrapped early on in the week, and we're talking like three or four days before the weigh-ins. So that's a a sign that the UFC is really cracking down on these guys coming well, in. Well, he was what supposed to fight at one fifty-five, and he he was like one. He was, yeah, he was like one eighty-six. They said that's thirty pounds. I mean, I get I it. Get it's it. Been done. Now I don't know if there's been updates, guys. So again, if I'm wrong here, don't don't bash me or nothing. I haven't checked since uh, you know a day after this all came out, but there's not been a lot of press on it. At least at that time, it just got washed out. The fight got canceled, and nobody cared, right? But the point is, my argument was on this: Why didn't they give him until at least the night before the weigh-ins? Check him again and see where he's at, because water loading is a big part of these guys cutting weight. And I've been with fighters that's been 26 pounds over the day before weigh-ins. Or, or then, or at least the morning, or, or the night before the day before weigh-ins. I've seen you lose seven pounds in one hour. So it's like in LA, when people are water loading, they can lose a ton of weight. I'm talking like twenty pounds, twenty five pounds, and it's just water. So they're probably just setting a precedence to. But is it nip fair? Shit in the butt. Is it I mean, fa- the question is, is it fair? Because he lost. I mean, we don't know for sure, but he probably lost his show money. Maybe he didn't lose his show money, but they definitely lost their win money. I'm sure. And his opponent he technically did not make weight, so you can't really just. I mean, what is he getting anyway? Five thousand over ten thousand for the. I don't know, but the thing is, he definitely probably didn't make his win money, and his opponent didn't do nothing wrong. He showed up ready to fight. So even if he gets his show money, what if he was counting on winning and and getting that win money? So there was. Sure, he was. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I I I just think they're trying to do the safety thing. You got the NFL with all the crap, and yeah, I always want to side on safety. uh, We got that fighter fighting in one championship. Yeah. Now what what is welterweight's two hundred five? Just because that you're walking around weight. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if USC is going to adopt that. But. I mean, but, maybe they know things that we don't know. Um, and like I said, I haven't followed up since then. It's just been on my mind for the last few days just because I've been thinking of like water loading and how that could possibly create someone to be so much bigger than they are. And I think that that has to be taken into consideration because it, it's a way that people cut dude. weight. And you're going to naturally put on it. They're, they're drinking like a gallon or two a day. I, mean, I, I, I kind of got out before this whole water loading thing started. But it's like they put on a lot of weight, man. But I've seen guys lose like 20 pounds like nothing just because they're drinking gallons of water, which is seven pounds each, you know. And they had to have had that, known that going in. There's yeah. something we don't know. So if, if any comments you guys want to have about that to discuss it, that's a small part of the, the whole thing. Um, obviously, wanted to break down the fights. Great night of fights. I was very entertained. Um, there wasn't a bad card. or I'm sorry, a bad fight on the card. It was great. Not to change the subject, you know what's not entertaining? What? Is you beating me at horse. 
on the new court. Oh, yeah. And it really sucks, dude. <laughs> what a weird twist, but yeah. You don't know how much that hurts me. I can't believe you just admitted to the world that I beat you at horse. Uh, I've been saying that ever since we built this basketball court. Or we started horse. to build this basketball court. You know what happens when we play one-on-one. Yeah. Okay, good. As long if as you, you play by one-on-ones by yourself, or? <laughs> that's just one. <laughs> just you? <laughs> if you play with me, no, I'll smoke right. We're going to keep playing. Anyway, we, we built an, a nice uh, big basketball court at AK Time, which we'll yeah. be putting on soon. But just a quick uh, plug, you know. Yeah, good plug. And I can't believe you admitted that, man. Yeah, Hats well. off to you for that. Hey, you know, I lost. But I will say you beat me twice the day before. So Well, uh, we had to extend the rules for you. We played I horse. I beat you at horse. And then, then we changed like, it to horsey. Because I beat you. Then we changed it to like horsies. And then and we changed it to like AKA. AKA then AKA AKT, Thailand. Yeah, Thailand. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we kept... We played until I, I won, but then I fairly won yesterday. We, we got, got a lot of people coming in uh, April that cool. are talking shit to me on the thing, so I, we yeah. got to get our skills up by April. You would be surprised how excited people are about this basketball court. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm excited. But so. we want to keep this under 30 minutes, guys, so hope you enjoyed the, uh, the breakdown. Amazing card, amazing fights. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, AK Thailand, as we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So we're going to leave you with a closer look at AK Thailand right now. What's up, everybody? I am here in Thailand. This is the first time I've ever been here. Been dying to come here for years. The great Mike Swick. He's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here. What he built down here, AKA Thailand, is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything. telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on. So uh, anyway, that's the new gym uh, commercial. I'm just, we're just proud of it. So we have to show you guys. It is our sponsor. Um, and uh, a lot of you guys that are watching this podcast are coming out. A lot of you guys are here. And so um it's really cool to see um you guys show up that have watched the podcast and meet you and you talk about the podcast and talk about the gym and everything but uh, i want to thank you guys for watching we are at 1.1 million views i think for the channel and 4,200 and something subscribers so we're getting there man we're getting there and not bad for seven months now we're getting there and 50,000 you're gonna fight so i mean i think that multiplies faster as time goes on so this could happen relatively soon hopefully Huh. If we get really cool and like say funnier shit and people yeah. start subscribing, because you guys are watching, you got to click the subscribe button. That's the only way he's gonna fight. So, so click the subscribe button. Uh, leave comments, guys. Let us know what you think about the card. Let us know what you think about uh, the weight cut issue problem that we talked about. Um, I want to thank uh, Reddit, the Underground Forum. Big shout out to you guys. We actually have a Reddit page. So if you go to Reddit forward slash r, I think r forward slash rqms podcast we're posting all the videos on reddit if you ask any questions or comment we will answer them we will go there and that will be our our little hub for uh communicating with you guys and and having conversations about either the videos or what's coming next i think you can post too i'm kind of new to the reddit thing but i think you can actually make posts as well and we'll come and answer those so again that's rqms podcast on reddit um Mark at Mark Bogutsky Instagram. Oh shit. At Mike, Mike underscore, underscore Swick, Swick at Instagram. 
Thank you guys so much for watching. Big shout out to uh, Rosworth, I believe. I hope I'm saying that right, but he's sending us the basketball. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, cool. again, we accept free shit. I'm not. <laughs> It's I'm really not above asking for it, but apparently not. You've it's nice me. getting stuff in the mail, you know. It's All right, I never get anything in the mail. You ask always for asking. something. You ask. I don't want anything, dude. You don't want anything. Too shy. Hey, thanks, guys, for viewing. Send them something.